What's up? Welcome to the Gangster Rap Odyssey. It is I, JR Megatron. Today we got the Dog Father on deck. This is Snoop Doggy Dog's second album under Death Row Records. Sorry for the, the glare there. But uh, yeah, man, this came out in what, 1996? Uh, it seemed like an eternity before we actually got this record. Um, I mean, Doggy Style came out, what, 92, was it? And, uh, you know, Snoop Dogg was going through all his legal troubles. His uh, court case, of course, uh, murder, the murder charges that were eventually dropped. Uh, you know, we had Tupac on the label, and then Tupac even passed away in that time. Just a crazy time, crazy time. And shortly, not long after this, uh, was his departure to No Limit Records. So, you know, if you're checking out the YouTube video, you can see I'm holding up the record. And um, I'm just going to open it up. I got this from the Death Row shop before Snoop Dogg bought out Death Row. So I don't know what's on the Death Row website these days. But I'm just going to do a little, uh, you know, I'll just show the camera or show the record here on, on camera here. Um, we got Snoop Dogg. And a picture of Tupac even. With all of our credits. Lovely credits. You know. And on the other side here. We got some some other photos. They actually came out pretty good. Like on the CD. Um, I, I went to get my CD. But apparently. It's uh, drenched in water. And just fucked up now. It really pissed me off. But hey. We got the vinyl here. So here's the, some of these pictures here. Might be kind of hard to see with that light. But uh, the back is really dope. Um, we got that uh, that uh, artist who always did these awesome Snoop Dogg drawings. We'll see if we can find that artist's name, you know. We got executive producer Suge Knight, of course, of course. And, uh, you know, the question is, how does this album do without Dr. Dre? And my question is also... How, or is it, Snoop Dogg's second best record? So, let's talk about it, man. Let's talk about it. The, we got, you know, the record itself, you know, I like, let's talk about the, the artwork first. You got Snoop Dogg, and then we got this font here, the Dog Father. It's all very uh, Godfather-like. Um, he's got a new hairdo. He's got a perm going on. Uh, you know, he's, he's got a different vibe here. And in interviews, he said that he was trying to go for a more positive message on this record. I guess I caught that the first time I heard it. Um, you know, very different, a different direction from Doggy Style. Doggy Style was going to be a hard record to follow up. I, I have a feeling no matter what Snoop did, it wasn't going to be good enough. In fact, I don't know to this day if any of those records that he's done match Doggy Style. That's like a forever classic, really. So, you know, we got the Dog Father, the second record. Is it a sophomore slump or what? We got a dream team of producers on here, though. Um, I mean, we got DJ Pooh, even uh, LT Hutton, Daz, of course, and... You know, the, uh, I mean, what more could you ask for? How about some dope MCs to help you along the project? You know, the Dog Pound, Corrupt and Daz, Warren G, 
is up in here. We got Trey D. Uh, even two shorts on a track. You know, it's a, it's pretty sweet, man. It's a pretty dope uh, record. So let's let's check out the tracks one by one, and we'll just kind of uh, list our favorites and what we think at the end. When we're done listening, reviewing it, we should be able to answer a couple questions, you know. Like, is this his second best album? Because we know Doggy Style will always be the first. No contest. And uh, how does he do without Dre, you know? Let's check it out. Here's Dogfather in the Flesh. It went down momentarily because Snoop Dogg bought Death Row Records. And with that, he made it all NFT and all the Death Row Records went down. But now they're back up for the most part. We're still missing Retaliation, Revenge, and Get Back. We also don't have the Chronic 2000 and Two Gangsta for Radio. Those are missing. I don't know why, man. Lawyers, I don't know, butthurt feelings. <laughs> Who knows, man? Who knows? But maybe one day they'll be up there. In the meantime, you can look on eBay for those things. And uh, if you're willing to pay the price, you can get them. So, all right, let's 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 check it out here, man. You know, the intro, it, you know, we start off the record and um, we got Snoop Dogg. The, we got like some snippets from television that are uh, just talking about his court pains. Um, you know, his murder case from intro to or from the beginning to the end where the murder charges were dropped. I'd say it's a very... Uh, it's a very, you know, geez, what's the word I'm looking for here? Appropriate introduction, given the drama Snoop Dogg was going through in that time. Um, you know, there's nothing whack. It's just an intro, man. No strikes or home runs here. But, you know, we'll go on to the, the first track here. The, the track that starts off this record, Dogfather. That's by Daz, man. That's crazy. I love it, man. This was Daz back in the day, man, when he was just on fire, man. Um, I think that uh, his flow really threw me for a loop. The first time I heard this track, I was like, man, this is like a, a relaxed Snoop Dogg, kind of um, cocky, almost whispery, but not really, man. We were just getting that silky smooth Snoop Dogg delivery. And he's not even that explicit on here, man. Um, it seems like he kind of started cleaning up his lyrics a bit. It's kind of interesting how rappers do that. Um, but hey, I love the song, man. I totally give it a high score, man. Probably like a nine, I bet. It's a great song, great way to introduce the record, especially if you're looking at the CD art like I was and I was just checking out. The music and I was like man this thing is on some mafia gangsta you know it's on a mafia gangsta tip now from the hood to like I don't know man to big cars and just doing it mafia style it's a cool track though man I love it man what do you guys think about the dog father did uh, did it throw you for a loop when you first heard it it did me man but it's such a great track let's go to the you know, the, you know, the next track is just kind of a, it's just a skit, you know, ride for me. Not a big deal. 
But uh, it's kind of fun. I think that's badass in that skit. You know, it's always cool to see or hear some more badass, you know, post badass, you know, rest in peace, you know, rest his soul. That's for sure. We got a few people to say our peace to on this record. But, um, you know, he's just kind of getting a point across here with this skit, uh, setting up the, the next track here. Little homies doing dirt, you know, and then just kind of getting shot instead. So if you listen to the lyrics of the next track, you'll see how it kind of connects here. The next track being Up Jump the Boogie, man. Featuring Corrupt on here too, man. And I think that might be Trey D in the hook somewhere or in the back being sampled. Um, this is a DJ Pooh beat. I love this song, man. This is one of my favorite Dogfather tracks, man. I'll tell you how important the second tracks are to a record, man, to just kind of get that vibe going. Ooh, I love this song, man. He's got a flow on here, on this track, that's kind of, uh, like I said, man, it's laid back. It's laid back, but the beat, man, it bounces, man. And it is a catchy beat, man. And it's not, like, totally simple. It's a little complex. But not too complex, man. It's just simple, man. These were simpler times, weren't they? You just got a beat and it was dope and that was that. What do you guys think, man? It's a... You know, I get the story, the moral of the story here. He's trying to get a point across. I don't know, man. I don't know if there's any disses in here. You know, they were beefing with Dresta and Knockout. And sometimes I think there's hints of... A BG knockout diss, you know, when he kind of kind of says it about all these BGs or whatever, going to jack the mother ship and all this and that. I don't know, man. You'd have to ask Snoop. But he was not doing any name calling on this one. This were uh, These were different times. This was right after Tupac. So you weren't going to get any of that East Coast, West Coast, or even, you know, beef labels or label beef shit come out. So... I love the track, though. Up Jump the Boogie. We'll go to the next track here. What do you guys think? Freestyle Conversation. What a crazy-ass intro for this song, man. I don't know if this is even a, a Dre diss, though. I mean, they mentioned Dre, but it's not really a, a diss to Dre. But, he, you know, Snoop Dogg kind of dismisses the value of a beat. But we know that Dre is the guy that brings the beats, man. The moneymaker. Here's another classic beat, man. This one is done by Superfly. How dope is that, man? Fucking Superfly. I forgot to mention Superfly earlier when I was talking about the dream producers he got, but damn. Superfly is pretty underrated, man. And, you know, I'm guilty of kind of just looking him over as well. But he's got some shit out there, man. I'm going to have to check it out. Now, this track, though. This is the Whisper Raps here. It's so cool though, man. It's so cool. He's calm. He's collected. He's smooth, man. And that beat, it's just like the other one, man. Just simple. Mmm. Catchy. The record scratching, man. I love that. Boom. And it just goes perfect with whatever Snoop is saying here, man. What do you guys think, man? It's a dope track, man. 
It's a dope track. Freestyle Conversations, man. That's like a 10, man, for sure. You know, so we'll go ahead and go to the next track here. When I Grow Up, you know, it's a skit. And here's where we start getting some of that positive message from Snoop. You know, the little kid is just like, I don't know, floored by looking at Snoop Dogg in person with his lowrider, I'm sure, and his, who knows, man, probably a Laker jacket. I don't even know. But here we got like Snoop Dogg talking like he's a godfather of some sort, you know, wisdom. He's coming with some wisdom here. Ah, oh, don't be like me, you know. So I get it, you know, it's a skit. He's really hitting home some more of that positive message that he's uh, going for. Ah, Snoop Bounce. Next track, man. We got DJ Pooh on the boards. Finally, some DJ Pooh, you know. Is this the first DJ Pooh track? Let me just check out the things. Nah, up jump the boogie was DJ Pooh. But, uh, you know, DJ Pooh is mostly credited with a lot of the music on this album. I love this beat too, man. This record is off to a great start. It's a great start, man. We're like a quarter through it. And I'm not skipping any of these tracks. You know, you could skip the skits, sure. But these beats, man. It's it's just a different vibe than doggy style, right? It's like more grown up, mature. It's next level. It's like next level. There's a BG diss. Fuck you up. He sound like a punk. Is that a knockout diss? Only Snoop would know, right? Yeah. So it's pretty cool, you know. Charlie Wilson on the hook. Never heard of Charlie Wilson. But maybe I should. Next track, Gold Rush. Uh, you know, this track really didn't stick with me, you know, back in the day. But uh, it has aged just fine, man. It's better now. I don't know why, man. It's one of those tracks that just get better in time. You got Corrupt in the LBC crew. Who is the LBC crew? I'm assuming Badass. Uh, what do you think? Technique? I'd have to look at it. Google it. Let's do that, man. Who is the LBC crew? Can we figure that out? This is another smooth beat, though. You know, another smooth flow from uh, Snoop Doggy Dog. He's really got a different vibe on this record. Hey, hey, hey. I was missing someone on the LBC crew. It's Lil C style, Technique, and Badass. That's pretty dope, man. All of them pretty good in their own right. I think they do a good job on here, too. I mean, they don't ruin the song, but you know that they're just the little homies. They're the little homies just kind of hanging out with the big dog. And Snoop was the big dog, man. You know that around this time, Long Beach was blowing up with rappers, man. I mean, we got these guys, of course. Uh, Swoop G being out there. Pretty sure Swoop G is Long Beach, right? I mean, it's crazy, man. Gold Rush is a dope track. It's pretty smooth, man. I got to give it a positive, man. Positive rating for show. 
What else we got here? Let's go to the next track here. Tear them off. No. Me and my dogs. Tear them off. Me and my dogs. All right. Who's to blame for this one? This is number nine. Oh, LT Hutton, really? Oh. I don't really care for this track, really. I mean, it's all right. It's all right, but... Even years later, I don't really like it that much more than I did when I first heard it, you know? What do you guys think, man? And this is an LT Hutton beat. Like, I feel like he advanced so fast. If you listen to the stuff he did in 98 compared to this, it's like night and day, man. It's like going from Nintendo to N64. You know, Ruthless for Life versus this. You know what I mean? But, you know, I can't hate on it too bad. It does the job. It's aight, man. It's aight. I don't want to diss on it too bad, man, because it's not like a horrible track. I think it's just that LT just advanced so quickly later that... It's one of the things that I'm just thrown off by. Like, this is an LT beat? Mm. Maybe this is the first LT track I ever heard in my life. I don't even know. Either way, man. I didn't like it back then. I don't really care for it now. Whatever, though. Let's go to the next track here. Oh, baby. You thought. This is too short. Superfly and Snoop Dogg, of course. Who's in charge of this one, man? Let's see. You thought so oh, another Superfly beat? Damn. You got to love Superfly, man. He's just smashing it on what he's doing, man. Can you believe this is a Superfly beat? Damn. This was probably my favorite song. In fact, I'm going to go ahead and give it a heart. Mm-hmm. On Spotify, no homo. I love the track. I love the track. Stu Superfly gets us started off, man. He's got his pimp talk. Probably one of the most underrated pimp rappers, you know. Uh, I know we've talked about pimp rappers before, like Too Short, who's on this track, of course, and uh, Sugar Free. Hey, throw Superfly in the same column, baby. He's in the same category. I love the verse, too, man. You know, talking about these girls that love him too fast and whatever. Hey, I'm a I'm, I'm a young man here, you know, barely out of my teenage years, probably. Nah, not even close. But I'm learning, man. I'm probably like 16. Who knows? I'm like, yeah, man. Ain't no girl can tell you that she loves you after a week. Uh-uh. She giving up too much cot, too much ass. These guys, they raised me, man. Raised on this G shit. I love it, man. All right, let's talk about the uh, verse from Too Short and Snoop Dogg, man. Too Short, man. He comes off strong, don't he? He comes off with the trademark, bitch, what are you smoking? A, a big fat dick coming from East Oakland, right? Is that how it goes? What do you think about the hook on this song too? You thought you had my grip. It's dope, man. And that'd be super fly on the hook there too, man. It's dope. I love it, man. You know, and Snoop Dogg, when he comes in on his verse... He's so smooth, man. Fucking guy's just like, like he's walking on silk throughout this whole record. Big Bama Jamma. I like big bitches because they large. And big bitches always take charge. <laughs> Underrated classic from Snoop Dogg, man. The song probably doesn't get enough. Uh, well, if we look at the Spotify numbers, 
it for show does not get enough plays, man. It is not the highest played on here. So very interesting, man, because I love it. All right, man. Let's go on to the next track here, man. The Vapors. And this was a single. I like the track. This was actually uh, the single, like I said. Uh, Vapors, who did it? Who did this? DJ Pooh did it. All right, cool, cool. Um, the beat isn't anything like, it's not too catchy. It's not too upbeat or even gangsta. Maybe it's gangsta, you know? I don't know what you would call this, man. It's ghetto, that's for sure. What saves this track, though, what makes it great is definitely the storytelling that Snoop Dogg has going on here, man. You know, he'd be talking about Nate Dogg, you know. It's basically a story from rags to riches. And it's not even about him. It's about his homies. You know, Nate Dogg, rest in peace. Beeper numbers. He talks about beepers. Oh, come on. You love it, man. I love it, man. Who had a beeper here, man? You got to love the story about Warren G on here. And Daz, you know. You know, first of all, Daz, you know, he's just a little scrappy kid, you know, being a gangster. And rags to riches, of course, you know. Um, you could say that, that oh, Daz is only famous because of Snoop. I don't know if that's true, honestly. I think Daz could have did it uh, without Snoop. It would have just been a different path. But Daz is talented in his own right, especially as a producer. Uh, I love the song. It's cool, man. You know, I like the song better these days than I did back in the day. It's crazy, man. It's another smooth track, though, man. Uh, the final part of the song here, you got Warren G here. Just this DJ who's trying to get a job at a record store, and they're like, nah, man, nah. But then after he got big, you know, they're trying to hire him, and he's like, no thanks, you know. It's pretty funny. They all caught the vapors. It's a good song, man. It's a good song, man. I would, I would give it like at least the 8.5. I don't know. So let's move on to the next track here, man. This is Group B. Featuring the Dog Pound and Eight Dogs. Is this a Daz beat, man? It is. It is Daz. You got that classic intro. The hooker being like, you heard, you know, come here, cutie. Whatever. So, you know, small intro here. And then it starts off with some smooth singing, man. She was just a groupie. She was just a groupie. I know y'all be singing that. We got some good old Daz, Corrupt, and Nate Dog, man. How about this Daz, man? Death Row Daz. Daz is just never the same. You got to appreciate what you got back then, though, man. You got to love it, man. Nothing's forever. Neither was Daz at Death Row, but... Anyways, the song is a lot of fun. Um... It's a decent single, I think, you know. I like it better now than I did back then, really. The song is catchy. It always gets stuck in my head. I don't I can't even tell you how many times she was just a groupies just rolling through my head. I don't know. You know my uh, lady likes to call all my exes groupies. And then it just triggers my mind like she was just a groupie. 
I don't know, man. I'm like, that's how my brain is wired, man. It things just trigger off gangsta shit. Not much more I could say about this beat. You know, I love it. It's a good Daz beat, you know. He's evolved, and you can actually hear some of this flavor in his uh, latest records throughout the next, I don't know, almost 30, 20-something years, almost 30, who knows. But uh, Daz just had a birthday. Happy birthday, Daz, and uh, you got to check out that record of his. All right, man, let's check out the next track here, 2001. great intro man i mean just the way it starts off man it's smooth it's kind of quiet you know it really quiets things down from the last track here um i don't know if these tracks are intended to go in a certain order but i think the way that they're laid out is perfect you know what do you guys think about the order of the track list in here this is a dj poo beat Really nothing complicated here about it, you know. Very DJ Pooh-ish. I like it. Um, the hook is pretty cool too, man. That's really where DJ Pooh shines on this track is when he's laying down that hook. Um, he's a magician on the boards. Underrated, of course. Y'all knew that was coming. But uh, he's definitely got some classics under his belt. And Snoop Dogg, he's just doing what he does best here, man. Just being that flower, you know, that Michael Jordan of rap, some would say. You know, is he the best MC of all time? You could argue that. I don't know. Dope beat, dope hook. Like I said, man, it's just the silky, bouncy vibe. This whole record is something like that, you know. Let's move on. Six minutes here. This is a crazy track, man. And this is done by somebody I never heard of, man. R. Kim and Flair. I love this song, man. It's just so, it's, what's the word for it, man? It, it's not really slow. It's just, I don't know, it's just chill, man. You can see that it, it's not very crazy when you get into it. Um, but when Snoop raps on this one, he's like whispering again. You know, he's bringing back those whisper raps. Is it a whisper? I don't know. Maybe it's just a quiet Snoop Dogg, you know. He's using his inside voice. And then the hook, you know, it's just cool as hell. Six minutes, doggy dog, you own. The great rappers, man. Nah, Snoop Dogg. They all have major influence from Slick Rick. Slick Rick, you know, the master, you know. I love it. Of course, you know, six minutes, Dougie Fresh, you on or something like that, you know. Much props to Slick Rick, man. Still doing his thing. Mostly photo shoots these days. And I hate it. Because it's really such a tease. Like, dude, you should be rapping, man. You look to be in fine shape. Get out there, man. But, you know, making a record ain't easy. Especially when you have classics like Slick Rick and you try to get back in there. Um, you just don't want to, like, let the people down. Anyways, this track here, the hook, you know, is dope. Uh, uh, on, uh, uh, on. Six minutes, doggy dog, you own. I love the track. Love it now more than I even did back then, probably. What do you guys think, man? Let's go to the next track here. 
Wake up. I believe this BLT Hutton on here. Yep, Snoop Doggy Dog LT Hutton. Little reference to uh, the OJ case, <laughs> which was pretty big. If you were there, you know, man. You know that was that was the purpose of the earth. Was that OJ case? Hey, man, it sounds dope. We got some Trey D on here, man. First time you heard Trey D? Maybe. You know, LBC be blowing up, man. They was blowing up. Pretty cool that Trady uh, kind of rose to the top here of a lot of these LBC rappers. Especially when it was such a crowded field. But the beat is so smooth. This one, you know, I got to give LT props on this one, man. I think maybe Snoop Dogg and Pooh were kind of telling LT the mood they were going for you know this is this is what we're going for on this record because he kind of matches it he does good on this one i think the other one was was a strike you know but this one right here is a is definitely a home run and snoop dog does a pretty good job of just uh flowing over it man um not really a upbeat track i mean it's kind of a beat you know it's just Snoop's flow isn't um, as energized. He's kind of a, uh, it's just his inside voice rap, but I don't know, man. How do you explain this? How do you explain to someone, man? Oh, that's my job, right? Hey, I'm looking for the words, baby. I'm looking for the words. Trey D, though, in contrast, he comes hype. Hella hype on this track. But Snoop Dogg is just more kind of laid back, you know, letting, uh, his little homies do the work. Know what I mean? Like a boss. It's cool, man. We'll go to the next track here. Snoop Upside Your Head. This gotta be DJ Pooh right here. Definitely hits. Definitely bounces. And, uh... Snoop's a little bit more aggressive on this song. I love the hook on this one, you know, he puts in the little guitar then. Just cause you don't don't you know don't mean that you don't want to. <laughs> I remember the first time I heard that used was uh, DJ Quick's Way Too Funky. It's pretty cool that it's being used right here. In a very creative way, you know. And man, that guitar. Don't mean that you don't want to. Okay, obviously this is sampled from some older song. I don't know what song that is. I would love to know. Hit me up in the comments. School me, everyone. School me. Snoop's upside your head. Say Snoop's upside your head. It's a cool track, man. I gave it the big powwow. Next track here, Blueberry. This is a Sam Snead track. Some people forget Sam Snead used to be a producer. Actually helped co-produce uh, Natural Born Killers, I believe. And some other tracks. Let's see. Let's click on his name here on the wiki. Let's see. Give me some track listings, some discographies. Hmm. Sam Snead. So, yeah, he was homies with Tupac. 
He did work on murder was the case, obviously. That would have been probably natural born killers. Oh man, it's hard to just click on all this shit because I just start to get in the rabbit hole of ads and whatever. That's all good, man. Sam Smith, you better recognize. You know, the LBC crew is back on this one. The Dog Pound, that would be Daz Corrupt. Um, LBC crew technique, little C-style as we just learned. Not bad, man. I didn't care for this track back in the day, but this is one of the most highest play tracks off this record. I get it. It's cool, man. It's kind of gangsta too, you know? Daz brings in that, you know, gangsta element for show. Reminds you of some of that dog food or something. I like it, man. Let's go on to the next track here. Let's talk about Traffic Jam here. Uh, w Balls back in the house. Can't be a dog pound record without W Balls, right? Ah, it's a skit, man. Let's move on. Doggy Land. So, Doggy Land, I feel like, is, I don't know if you want to call it filler or what. It, it kind of sounds like filler, you know? There's nothing much to it. It's simple. But, you know, I don't find myself skipping it, really. But it's not as dope as a lot of the other tracks on here. Again, man, he's just hammering home who he is, man. Like, Snoop Dogg has transformed from some kid off the streets to some uh, OG mafioso, the dog father. So his flow is more confident. It's got a cool hook, actually. You know what? I changed my mind, man. I like this song, man. I don't know why. Maybe it's the hook that just changed my mind. It's a dope beat. It's simple, man. It's just simple. It's one of those simple DJ Pooh tracks. But everything that's added in it is just perfect, man. I just changed my mind on the go, man. Love the song. All right, the last song is Downtown Assassins. Featuring Daz Dillinger, Big Trade D. Snoop Dogg, of course. Produced by Daz. What do you think? This is a unique Daz beat. But it's cool, man. It's kind of a smooth... Hmm, it's It's got almost like a Western feel to it, you know? Just like a little Western feel for some reason. What do you guys think about ending the album like that? Besides the outro. Um, but I think it's a great way to end it. You know, it goes along with the whole thing, you know, like. It's just a smooth, dark, gangster rap album. It's kind of fun, but it's kind of slow. And dark, you know. It's kind of like, like this, you know, if, if you're looking at the YouTube, you know that I'm just looking at this picture of Snoop Dogg from the inside of the album. 
or he's wearing his gangsta hat, and he's just looking sharp. So all in all, let's answer a couple questions here. Is this his second best album? Yes, I think it is his second best album, man. I mean, I would put it up against uh, Blue Carpet Treatment. I would put it up against The Last Meal. Like, how do you, how can you, like, the reason I'm, I'm saying it is the second best album, the producers from top to bottom made a really great CD or project here. And their skippers, maybe one, maybe one I would skip, maybe. But these other albums that Snoop has put out, there's always a couple of skippers on there for me. This one, not so much. The way that the project was laid out, the Dogfather, the whole theme, this era that we got of Snoop Dogg, was just unmistakably gangsta. It was the next level of Snoop Dogg. Not that all of that has anything to do with the quality of music or dope beats or whatever that you find on like Blue Carpet Treatment or anything like that. But it does give it some mystique, you know. Putting it up there next to Doggy Style, making it like the worthy second boss or whatever. It's top tier, man. It's uh it's a top tier record. What do you guys think? What what do you what's your opinion? Is this the second best Snoop album for for Snoop Dogg? And how does he do without Dr. Dre? That's another question. It's a different vibe now i think dr dre was out there also evolving and he might have made a record for snoop dogg very similar to this only with dre beats you know how do i know because i heard it on aftermath you know we got that king t album doesn't sound anything like the chronic but it's dope it's like next level dope so you know that's my opinion all in all i'd got to give this I'm going to give it an 8.75. On a scale of 1 to 10, an 8.75. And that's the score I'm going to give it, man. 8.75 record shops that Warren G walked into and was rejected. If you listen to the record, you'll know where my uh, rating score came from. Hey, I thought it was funny. Anyways, 8.75, The Dogfather... Second best record of Snoop Dogg's library. But now you let me know what you think, man. Tell me in the comments. Is this the second best one ever? I don't know. And what did you think about the outro having uh, Machiavelli on there, man? Little Machiavelli back there. Kind of a grim, dreary way to end it. But uh, it's all right, man. Well deserved, you know. Rest in peace, Tupac. Rest in peace. I think that's going to do it, man. I think that's going to do it. Make sure to hit subscribe on our YouTube channel. Follow us on, you know, your podcast if you aren't already. Uh, we got New Music Mondays, and we're going to start evolving that to some deep cuts, you know, because sometimes new shit just don't drop every week. But there's always deep cuts. So check us out there. And hey, we're going to see you next time on the Gangster Rap Odyssey 
Who knows what record we're going to do. But until then, peace out.